0: Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. All right, you want to talk about Mr. Mosquito? Do I want to talk about Mr. Mosquito? Yeah, do you want to talk about Mr. Mosquito?
1: Andrew, I've been waiting since 2002 to talk about Mr. Mosquito. And every time I bring it up, you're like, I don't know that game. I don't want to talk
0: about that <laughs> Yeah, game. that's exactly what I say. So
1: thankfully, I've been buzzing around you oh. like an annoying little bastard. Yeah. asking Yeah. You and you're like, fine, we'll f- do f- it. Fine, I use fine, the excuse, fine. I told you it was the 20th
0: anniversary. Yeah. It's not. It's not? I'm kidding, it is. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's spring. This is the time for Mr. Mosquito. That's very true. Welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. My name is Andrew Bascom and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mr. Aaron Word, Just laid it up for you, It's eh? real easy, <clears throat> because yeah. it
1: sounds like Mr. Mosquito, oh. uh, which is the name of the game that we're doing today. I like saying the name of the game, it turns out. Name of the game. Name of the game. It's the name of the game. It's overrated. Underrated, I think, is something to say. Okay. It's something to say. People say it's played out. I don't think so. No, I think it's properly rated. I think we should say it at the beginning of every episode Name of the game. Name of the game. Okay, name of the game again
0: is... Mr.
1: Mosquito. Mr. Mosquito. Uh, A game that I've been desperately trying to get us to do on this podcast for a long time. There was a time in the early 2000s when... North American development companies or uh, publishing companies okay. were taking risks on pre-existing Japanese properties and bringing them stateside mm-hmm. or, you know, to, to North America, localizing them, as it were. Weird ass quirky games that otherwise never would have gotten any play or any sort of recognition here. And this is one of those games. There were a few of them around this era, you know, maybe even dating back to as early as Parappa the Rappa. I'm not yeah. sure where that had its origins, but, uh, but games that kind of... Bucked the trend a little bit compared to some mm. of the other more traditional games that we would have gotten to, and eventually on this podcast, uh, this episode, I'd love to get into some of your favorite weirdest games of all time. Oh my god! Um, which we'll do, and we'll we'll start talking about Mr. Mosquito in a little bit. But before yeah. we do, Andrew, why don't you uh, bring us up to speed on some of your gaming habits? I know, I know, you've been busy. Yeah. It, was, it was your birthday this past it week. It was my
0: birthday. Yes, thank Did you very you much. Ask your parents for a little gift. Yeah, and they didn't give me one. Those sons they of bitches. Didn't give you I one? Know. I, know. I saw I they baked a smear off ice in a cake for you. That's <laughs> yes. hilarious. <laughs> yes, uh, I think somebody had been watching tiktok and realized that you could put a smirnoff ice in a cake <laughs> and uh yeah and they iced it and everything and i cut into it and i'm like well that's a lot this is, this cake's very solid and uh, i pulled out a smirnoff ice it was great uh yeah your, your parents by the way were wearing uh cut off jean shorts mm-hmm. uh they
1: mm-hmm. had backwards oakley's yeah. and spiked guy Fietti hair yeah they're ooh, ooh, wow. just like reliving
0: the early 2000s <laughs> yeah. smirnoff ice yeah it. and then they like when i was finished chugging it they smacked me in the nuts and yes. i'm like oh man and they're like you're you're such a Beta cuck or what, you know, my parents, that's to me more like modern, that. I think, but oh, oh, they did still modern? say it. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. they did. Yeah. Yeah. I can't control what they said. Mikey, no, 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 no. of course. Uh, so yeah, that was a, it was a good birthday and thank you to everyone being so nice on Twitter about that. That was yeah, very nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know what? Uh, I've been playing. I've been playing games. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And that's uh, good because we, we got a podcast about it. We do. We have a podcast about games, and I've been playing them. Um, MLB the show obviously is dominating my life. I like to also because the MLB season has started, and I you know play as the Toronto Blue Jays, you know our hometown team, and uh, our team is very good this year or, uh-huh. or should be, and so it's exciting. Drop having, the ball a little bit recently, earlier in the week. Ah, are you going to lose a game or what? Well. I don't know if you're good enough. Yeah, you should go 162 and 0. You should. If you're good. If you're good. What's your excuse? What's your excuse? You lose? You're a bunch of losers. <laughs> um. So I like to get out ahead of the schedule of the actual team. Yes. So that like I can like, you know, keep up with the team and stuff like sure. that. But I need to give myself a little bit of a cushion uh, for pushing. And so uh, <laughs> so I've been playing MB The Show. I've been playing some of the new Fortnite season just to keep oh, up nice. with it. It's been very interesting. You can play as Doctor Strange this season, which is Ooh. very fun. Uh, which is like one of those ones where I used to get excited by it with the full understanding that there was always a movie or something associated with course, the new characters. Someone's paying a lot yeah. of money to have Oh, he their... plays the Mandalorian in my backpack, is little, that's little really Grogu. Cool, and, that is very cool. And the, the ship I- cu- the, My umbrella is the ship, uh, the Razor Crest. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, like those things like that. And I'm like, wait, the Mandalorian's coming out in three weeks. And I'm like, huh crafty bastards like <laughs> you know so i i doing a little bit of that uh that's been fun uh, i don't know there's so many games on the go right now it's crazy i've been playing wwe like we talked yeah, about a couple eh? weeks ago that's yeah. that's good
1: because first when you started playing wwe you were not quite as uh, excited about it mm. it kind of felt like it was a little still dragging its feet a little yeah, bit yeah you, have you come around a little bit it's, on it?
0: it's not as bad as it was two years ago like that was a, another disaster yeah but you know it's it's good it's very capable and if you really love the wwe games this is perfect for you it's, nice. it's functional it's good Whatever, but I don't know. It doesn't seem to attract my attention. And I get that like sports games have evolved in the last couple of years for these like, whether you like them or not, or the my teams, the ultimate teams or whatever they call them now. Um, And now every iteration of sports games feel like they have to do some kind of like daily card and create your own roster and stuff like that. Is there, did they have like a card mechanic? Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. And I
1: don't like it. I don't blame them because you're leaving money off the table if you don't do it, but I just do not like that. You know what I hate most about it? And it's kind of what I I grew tired of in regular sports games Mm. as well. Is the be pro resetting and the ultimate card uh, the card sets resetting oh, with each iteration? Yeah. Why would I want to buy the new iteration when my be pro, who I worked so hard to yeah. to raise up, now has to start as like a sixty five average? No,
0: thank you. No, what is this? My my high school career? Did I, is this is this true or is this something I made up in my head? follow me okay is it like year to year sometimes you could import your last franchise or roster into it like 20 I'm years sure ago they've
1: tried that before okay but i don't think they've done that since with at least not with the nhl franchise mm. i've never been able to find it if i could i would have done that in a heartbeat because my least favorite thing is the barrier to entry of right. like being in the nhl as a 65 average power forward who can barely check i'm yeah. like this fucking sucks yeah
0: can someone tell me like on twitter at retrogradeandy andy retro hey the podcast is at retrograde pod but is that like let me know Was 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 there a game like that or am I making it up completely? I don't know. I I just wanted it. So maybe I've made it up in my head. It
1: felt like the kind of thing that was just like too convenient for the the players without having to like reinvest time and
0: money into the franchise. So they took away the opportunity to do it. Now I'm like exploring this whole thought of like, was there certain games that said, that were aware that you had played the last year's iteration? Oh, that definitely. Yeah. But
1: not necessarily with sports games. Right. There
0: were, I mean, think about something like uh,
1: like Mass Effect or The Witcher or The right. Walking Dead. Any yes. of these games that add on to some of the story beats that you've hit on. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you've got a save file. We're going to pull from that and give you... I've, I've said this on the podcast before. I've never had luck with that. Mm-hmm. I, I played all the Walking Dead games and every single time I imported my save from the last one, uh, it gave me... Incorrect. Cho- I they gave me choices I didn't make, so and I you, never I never felt like the story was
0: my story. And you know what was ironic about that? Mikey didn't remember that. Like <laughs> I thought I Mikey just, remember making. this. I thought I would have remembered this. <laughs> that is one of the the greatest memes to come
1: out of a video game. I love it. I love that. Um, I I haven't picked up MLB the show. I might try it on Game Pass at some point because we had some fun with MVP baseball, but.
0: I, I, enough. You got to tell me, Mikey. Yes. How are you doing with, uh, with Elden f- Ring? Yeah, your I, favorite
1: game of all time. You know what? Okay, I very love hate relationship with this game. <laughs> uh, I but I am I set you up. I'm finally, finally, finally uh, just accepting the fact that I need to accept help in the game sometimes mm-hmm. through the through spirit summons or like like spirit ashes or summoning co op partners or something like that. But I'm still, I still think the thing I hate most about this, or, or not hate, but the thing that, that bothers me the most about Elden Ring compared to other FromSoft games is typically in FromSoft games, the world is small enough that any enemy I come across with enough time, regardless of my level, I can beat. In this, without really changing too mm-hmm. much about the way that mm-hmm. I play the game and summons and magic and ranged attacks and all this stuff, in this one, it you feels- You sound insane, but yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, to, to you maybe. Yes, to I the, to the say, layman novice. I think you
0: sound insane for not playing the game. Personally. Uh, yeah. So so you can summon a co-op player. So like just a guy on the game. Yep. He's like, oh, this guy needs help. I'm going to pop over. You can do that. Oh, you, that's there, fun. there are
1: consumables uh, that you have to use to do it.
0: It's it's kind of like a, a tax
1: that doesn't even need to yeah. be there because it's it's pretty easy to craft those items. But more than ever, I'm finding myself in situations in the game that I got to organically that are just im fucking possible. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> I spent fun. over the weekend an hour and a half on one boss, trying to beat one boss that I think is maybe my least favorite boss I've ever come across in a Souls game. It's the Abductor Virgins at the base of... Uh, 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 The Volcano Manor. Abductor Virgins. Abductor Virgins. Okay, just want to make sure I got it right. Oh, you got it. Okay, got it. Yeah, 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 it. Doesn't make sense. (laughs) Good job by me. Uh, And they nailed me several times (laughs) in the buttocks. Not virgins anymore, yeah. Not virgins anymore. No, not even close. Okay. Uh, I hated it. I spent an hour and a half running. I couldn't summon anyone because no one was... You
0: have to have people in the area willing to help you. Otherwise, you just can't summon anyone. Yeah. There there was a mechanic like that in Division. The div- oh, the Division? The District? The, the, the division, division. The Division. The Division, where you could, like, you could call a signal, like a flare in the air. Yes. And call someone. And it was my favorite part of that game, where it's like, someone needs help, and you just show up and, like, wreck shit and go, That's like, great. just give a little tip hat and then run away to never be seen again. I love again. that. I, the, so much it, fun. It
1: does feel really good, and sometimes when I finally... One thing that fromsoft games always do very well, you you bump up against a boss, and then finally, the time that you beat them, you've basically mastered them. and you could probably beat them over and over and over right, again at that point. Right. You just kind of like the 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 uh, the tentative fear of that boss and the the unknowing of their mechanics and stuff. So I like to go back and help people with the bosses as well. There's a benefit to you as as the player as well. But so an hour and a half, I bumped up against this game. I was getting so frustrated. I was getting so stuck. Not just this game, this one boss on this one boss run. The next morning I, mm-hmm. I, I turn it on first try. I nail it. And it's just, it's, it it's this thing you constantly have to remind yourself of in these games. And it was one of those moments where I realized I'm like, okay, maybe I am being too stubborn in this game. Sometimes right. you do need to walk away, separate yourself. You get stuck in these little mm-hmm. ruts of bad habits and you go back to it and, and you beat it easily. And I'm like, why was I struggling so hard with yeah. that? Uh, and why were you? It's a great question. Okay. Uh, because I was I was stubborn and frustrated. Oh, right. And okay. trying to like rush instead of being like, okay, I haven't just spent an hour and a half playing this. This is my first attempt. If I lose, I'm just going to put the game down. I just want to see
0: how hard this yeah. actually is. And I win and I'm like, oh. Okay. That's it's funny not so bad. It's funny how it works in games like that sometimes where either Either there's that, where you're like, I just need a fresh start at this. Yes. You need fresh eyes. Yes. You just kind of do your own thing. And then, uh, you know, it's almost like at night, your brain was working while you were sleeping to figure out and how to honestly, do it. honestly, that's what it feels like. Or there's the opposite, where your first try, you get really close, and then you try 40 more times and you can't do it. And you're yes. like, oh my God, it was the closest on my first try. That's So that's what, it, with a
1: lot of bosses in this game, I, I get very close on my first try and then shit the bed constantly right. after that. But it's funny you say the falling asleep thing, because I've th- this happens to me so often in this mm. game. I, there was one move I kept getting hit by and I envisioned while I was in bed, a method that might help me avoid it. And I applied that tactic and it actually worked. Like when you're in bed, you're envisioning a method. Yes. About video games. About about video games. Okay. When I was in bed with my partner. Yes. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you roll over
0: and be like, Hey, wake up. (laughs) I said, I need to try something on you real quick. (laughs) try to attack me. And then they do like a very curious like, oh, and you're like, no, not like no, that. No, no, I'm soft Get as a baby's bottom sword. right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other game that soft I
1: tried. As I just, as soft
0: as, as a baby's bottom. Sorry, I, oversto- I overtook that one. That was uh, very good.
1: Um, I uh, uh, Another game, I, 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 I mentioned that I've been trying Tunic. I didn't have to buy it. It's on Game Pass. Yep. So I've just been booting it up. This game, they, just a very weird choice. They start you off with a weapon in this game that is absolutely atrocious. Oh. Uh, And I didn't think that I would be getting a a progression to that weapon quickly or if I did that it would make a huge difference. So it's about an hour and a half into the game that you get an upgrade and once you do the game becomes way better. Like so much better. So if you're out there playing Tunic I'm saying this to you the listener uh, stick with it until you get the sword. Once you get the sword the game is Way more fun. You what? get a, you have a stick before then a
0: stick. A stick. <laughs> I was like, what's before sword? Yeah, uh, stick, stick, stick. Oh, wow, okay. But
1: that game is uh, uh, music, graphics, level design. Yeah, all that stuff. It is less handholdy than even Elden Ring. Oh wow, uh, you feel lost all the time, but just trust that wherever cool. you are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> awesome, cool. cool. <laughs> but you know what? Do you do you do you have that feeling with some games like the feeling of like just not quite having figured it out, mm-hmm. like stumbling around and like poking at different areas of the level and seeing what 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 gives. Do you like that feeling? Like that that feeling of being lost, which I think is intentionally designed in some games? Yeah, ways?
0: you know what? I think it's... Uh, it, when the game is designed like that and the whole game is like that, I am all in on it. I'm yes. like, that's cool. But if it's it's the ones where you're like, you were helping me the whole fucking time and now I can't figure out what to do. Yes. That feels very frustrating. Yeah. Not, so
1: like consistency. Not quite. Th- this one... This is so intentionally supposed to make you feel lost that, yeah. like you, you're unlockable in the game. You're collectible. Mm-hmm. Is pieces of the instruction manual so that you can figure out how to play the oh game? Oh my god! And all the words in the instruction manual are in a gibberish language, so you just have to like intuit based on symbols. Wow. what it's actually meaning. It is a. That's like the design is 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 it takes a big fucking
0: swing, but right. it I think works really well. Wow, that's like Facebook because it's so meta. Oh, Andrew! Yes, oh. yes, yes. Oh, Let I it- was
1: gonna. I thought you were gonna make another dumb pun, but that one didn't. Zuckerberg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, so if Tunic has a sequel, it's called Three Nick. And if the first game was called. One Nick, you, Nick. you Nick. Yeah, 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 there we go. We got it there together, guys. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's fun. So you're playing Tunic. You're playing. Uh, I'm playing
1: Tunic. I'm playing Elden Ring. Yeah. I want to play Kirby. I want to play Star Wars. Uh, the Skywalker. The Lego game. The I am LEGO gonna game. get that game. Are you gonna get? I'm gonna game? get that game. I saw a couple of our listeners were asking what our opinions were, and you chimed in. You said, "I'm gonna bite the bullet and get it." I'm gonna do it. I did not expect this game to be up your alley.
0: I so I really don't have any history with the Lego games right. and the 300 iterations that they've made. Right. Uh, you know. Uh, but but it's it's a fun way to revisit. Star Wars, which I sometimes have. Like this is something that I get uh, doxed for. You get shit on. I get shit. I get shit on the glass table for. Is that (laughs) I'm not. I'm, I have I have mixed feelings about Star Wars. Okay. Sometimes I you know I, I I resent the certain ways that they sell us the original trilogy now, sure. but I want to go back and kind of play those games and relive it and see if it can ha- kind of have that magic. Yes, where you are like oh I okay and the music hits and the oh my god. I you know. honestly have you ever played any of the Lego games? I've played one of the Avengers games. Oh cool, cool. and it was interesting. So you've played all the Lego games? I've played all five hundred <laughs> Lego games. Basically, if you have played
1: one, you played them. Oh, all. And I don't <laughs> I don't mean that as an insult. It's a very there is a a collectathon, like almost zen state that you get into right. when flow you're state. playing these games. Yeah, flow state, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. Without the need to really work hard at all. There, <laughs> he played that game with his eyes closed. <laughs> you kind of can. Yeah, floating. And you know, like I talk about, I talk about uh uh um Uh, Yeah, I'm like Jack McKinney. Jack McKinney. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) Very good.
0: Nice ref. (laughs) Winning time. HBO. Uh, Well, you said magic. You're like, oh, you're looking for the magic. I'm like, "Mm." I actually thought I was going to make a Jack McKinney one. And I'm like, "Eh, I'll hold back just in case. If you guys want to hear us talk TV, we have a TV episode coming up on Patreon. Patreon slash Retrograde Podcast. Thank you very much. uh, That we're going to be talking about that because we're just we're here talking about games. We're game time. Severance uh maybe a couple others oh there's a lot just a lot a lot to catch up better on. call Saul's coming back Barry's coming back there's a lot of TV coming there's a lot there. a oh. lot uh
1: but we want to talk just strict video games yeah, in, this, we're in video this, uh, this podcast now uh uh we were talking about uh, oh yeah Lego Star Wars yes. you know how I love in like the Ratchet and Clank games mm-hmm. how you have the the gears that you, you bust something open and the gears kind of like come into you yes. and the sound effects and now the feeling on the dual sense controller you get that with like the little Lego bits a lot of Things just floating into you and seeing numbers going up, you're gonna love that part of the game yeah. as long as you're not expecting much of a challenge. And I feel like the world needs right now games like Kirby's Forgot Kirby and the Forgotten Land and games like uh Star Wars, uh the Skywalker saga. I so badly
0: want to play Kirby though. So do I. I will play it over the summer, I think. Okay, there you go. Because yeah. it's you know, it's fun. It's, I've heard it's easy. Yes. And you to be perfectly honest, I don't care. Yes. Like I don't not every game needs to be. You know, like... like uh, Elden like, Ring. Elden Ring, sorry. Or tunic, yes. even. Tunic is fucking really hard. Well, that's... Like, every game doesn't have to be excruciatingly difficult. Yes. You're allowed to enjoy things. That's why there's different genres of movies. Not every movie's, you know, Sophie's Choice, your yeah. favorite movie. Some movies... <laughs> Some of them are <laughs> Doubt. Some of them are favorite, Or movie. Schindler's List, yes. <laughs> our third favorite movie. Yes. I, do you want to watch Sophie's Choice tonight? Oh, you're not in for that mood? Okay, how about Schindler's List?
1: I'm in for a lighter movie. Uh, do you have the Amistad? <laughs> you have the Amistad laying around yeah. somewhere? I don't, but I have 12 years a slave.
0: Mm.
1: Is that something you'd be interested in? Yeah, you in? know what? Can we watch just the middle bits of that? Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm.
0: feel like uh, something uplifting. Yeah, something. <laughs> cut out the Brad Pitt part and I'm
1: all in. Honestly, the Brad Pitt part is the saddest part of that movie. Yes. The <laughs> fact that he felt he
0: needed to come in and be the an Sandra, angel. The Sandra I'm- Bullock of this movie. <laughs> A legitimate angel. The light comes over top of him. <laughs> and you're like, are you serious? I'm not serious. I'm Canadian. <laughs> yes. Story. I'm Canadian. Winks to the camera. What's going on? Um,
1: no, but the reason I say the world needs games like Lego and uh, and Kirby right now is because we're all entrenched in Elden Ring right now. And I would yeah. love a little bit of a palate cleanse. We also need some Quirk. Let's get some quirk back in yes. video games. Like in the early 2000s, you had some of these weird ass games coming out. Mr. Mosquito is the one that we're going to be focusing on today. But before we do that, Andrew, what are some of the weirdest games that you've come across in your three years as a gamer?
0: Yeah, it's been
1: three years now. Three years. My anniversary is coming up.
0: It's going to be exciting. Um, yeah, somebody's going to show me what a Game Boy is. And I'll be like, <laughs> what the hell is that? Um, is that like the sequel to the Virtual Boy? <laughs> yeah. What What do I do with it? And I turn it upside down like that ape with the obelisk. Um yeah, you know what? I, I think the my mind immediately went to some of the games we played on this podcast. Oh, sure. Boogerman is, Booger is one of them. definitely four. high up there. Earthworm Jim is definitely high up there. Earthworm Jim, I think even more so because it's it's really leaning into yes. like nothing is normal. Everything is weird. And by the way,
1: Earthworm Jim 2, we're likely going to be doing at the end of May. Cool. Uh, we're going to be having a guest on Earthworm
0: Jim 2 is now available on Nintendo Switch Online, so you can play along with us. Hey, there we go. Yeah. And I actually really liked Earthworm Jim, so I'm excited yeah, to go back yeah. and play that. Yeah, um, yeah those ones, uh, some of the ones where they take really big leap, in uh, you know, like I obviously love sports games, so like when they start doing Mutant League, hell yeah, or uh, Bill Lambier, where like they're yes. they're <laughs> asking you to be violent in a game that doesn't necessarily like accept violence, right? You know, just because Bill Lambier is a dickhead, everyone's like everyone's got to be like this. Combat now. baseball or <laughs> combat <laughs> basketball, <laughs> yeah. right? combat basketball, yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. beating the shit out of people. Um, those are like those are the ones where take something, you know, you could either do a genre like it's it takes something normal and twists it slightly, or it's going everything's weird, nothing is normal.
1: I like those. Everything is weird, nothing is. Normal games, and I think that Japan gets a lot more of them than we oh, do. That's a good point. Uh, and and I I feel like there was a time. A time when games maybe were at that sweet spot where they didn't cost quite as much to make. You can get some budget titles. Like there was a there was a game that came out, I think for the PlayStation or PlayStation 2. It was like a budget racing game, like the Italian Job or something like mm-hmm. that. And it was like a, a $20 budget game that everyone loved. Those games are almost, I guess they, they come in the form of indie games right now. Yeah. But you got games, like one game that I remember at, that I played as a kid on the original PlayStation was called Incredible Crisis. And it was sort of a rhythm game where you were trying not to... Lose your mind, like get super frustrated. You, as the protagonist, were trying to engage in like regular social aspects of your life. In order to do so, you had to like maintain rhythm in a game like parapa the Rapa a little mm-hmm. bit. And if you failed, you would lose your mind and explode. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, and and, the, and like like you'd be on like a date on a Ferris wheel or something like that. You'd fuck it up. You'd be at like an office party trying to talk to people and you'd oh fuck it. Up. It's God. like a social anxiety simulator. That's amazing. A great game that was two thousand. seaman Another C-Man. one. Oh, how did I not think? Weird of ass fucking game.
0: Uh, I'm. I'm happy How did I not think of Seaman? Have you thought about Seaman lately? <laughs> <laughs> Just always C- hearing the bubbles in the background. Yes. Yeah, Seaman, are you aware of human atrocities? I am <laughs> aware. I am a human atrocity. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do this to me?
1: Leonard Nimoy. Uh, uh, you've got Elite Beat Agents in 2006, another rhythm game on the Nintendo DS, uh, where you're basically, uh, uh, you control, I think, three male dancers in suits like dressed like agent smith who show up to dance people into a better <sighs> mood or solve their problems via dance it was a great ass <laughs> one amazing. uh that a game and it would have songs like it had less da- let's dance by david bowie and oh, wow. material girl by oh, by madonna, madonna. Wow. Uh, a weird ass game that i played to the dismay of everyone on the airplane around me without headphones. Oh, no. <laughs> <On an airplane laughs> when I was a kid. How was, old are you, 22? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely at least that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was and
0: last two, week. I was 22 in 2006, yeah. <laughs> uh, typing of the Dead. Oh, yeah, Typing of the Dead's a really good, good one. one, one typing of the Dead is like, it makes sense, but it's still weird. It's so weird. It's so like, weird, but it's like- Let's
1: do it. Let's exactly. make some conceits. I don't always need to attach- rationale to yep. mechanics they try to build that into typing of the dead they try to make it so that like the protagonists have like keyboards as though they're actually typing at, right. i'm like i don't even need that give
0: them guns it's no. fine 100 well, percent. but it's like it's like try to feed your dog a pill and wrapping in cheese like you know like, yes. I, get, like, exactly. I get exactly i get why I, I, I wrap everything in cheese. Oh, I do, actually. Yeah, that's how I brush my teeth. Queso. Um, <laughs> <okay>,
1: so. Nobi <laughs> uh, Nobi Boy, another 2009 game published by Bandai Namco, which is the same uh, publisher as uh, FromSoft Games. Oh. So maybe it's in that. That's canonically <laughs> a predecessor. It's, it's a predecessor to Dark
0: Souls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: The one that I, I that I have to mention, I okay, think more than, more than anyone, because I think this was the biggest success story of any of these games. And I don't think it came stateside with the... Anti- anticipation that it was going to take the world by storm mm-hmm. but eventually it did it's Katamari Damacy oh yeah a game that you've played Katamari yeah, right yeah, I played Katamari I remember that game was so obscure when it first came out that uh I learned about it in EGM mm-hmm. and I figured out the release date through like message boards and stuff because yeah. it wasn't listed on any websites or anything like that and I went to an electronics boutique at the time, Canadian yep. version of GameStop. Yeah, and I asked them. I was like, "Do you have the game Katamari Damacy? It should have come in today." And the guy's like, "No. Like, what? What are you talking? You're about? You're tracking
0: the package for them? Yes. It, I, it, I was like, I was like, I know it arrived at twelve thirty three. Okay, sell down, see, man. <laughs> <laughs> um he he said c word not c man <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah yeah. right, right. Um, he's censoring yourself. yeah
1: exactly and uh and and i was he's like no if, i don't i've never heard of that game that are you sure that's a game and not a movie like he literally had no concept of this game and i said where did the shipments come in today <laughs> and he's like they're in the back i'm like can you show me the box have you unpacked it yet and he's like no i'm like show me the box oh my God. and i went through it and found the game and i like Pushed it. I didn't actually, but I wanted to like push
0: it against his face and be like, This is the fucking game I was telling you about. You're young Sheldoning him. Exactly, this, this poor guy making eleven dollars an hour is getting bullied by a child. Hey, here's the thing about people who used to work at EB Games—they bullied everyone who worked. Yeah, they they were, thought they were so much better
1: than everyone who came in there yes. saying they knew something about video games.
0: It's like the high fidelity for video yes, games. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Where you're like, oh fuck you, I'm just here to buy Bowie. And like, oh Bowie's not even the
1: best. Oh shut up, <laughs> shut up, John Cusack. Yeah. Um, I uh, so so I got that game Katamari Damacy, and I think that that was one of the ones that really proved to uh uh even even. Like North American developers, that like you can make these games here, yep, with the promise that they're going to go out. Like we, we have the same sort of need for silliness and camp and and sort of off the wall, bonkers video games as as any other industry or any other nation in the world. So Katamari kind of broke those doors open, but before Katamari in 2002, this is two years prior to Katamari, we got this game. Mr. Mosquito.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited. I like you know, I, I had a conversation very similar though with this, but it was about movies, and it's but it's the same idea. Whereas like games like this just don't exist really anymore. Yeah the middle the middle thing doesn't exist. Right. You get the cheap version, and I mean that budget-wise, not like sure. you know, quality-wise, and uh, and the release says indie games, or you have the three-star AAA titles that cost hundreds of millions yes. of dollars now to be made. And that's great. And I love those AAA titles, don't yep. get me wrong, but it's the same thing about movies. Everything now is either a Marvel movie or a tentpole movie, yes. or it's James Bond or it's Fast and Furious or whatever it is and, or it's a movie under $5 million right. and there's nothing in the middle. And so what's really tough is that like, you know, Michael Bay made ambulance, uh, that came out. Was and that it, Michael Bay? Yeah. Okay. And Whatever, It's probably garbage, but made under $10 million. And now my fear is that And we had this discussion about old when M night Shyamalan made old, right, right. It's like, as much as those movies aren't really my favorites and I don't really care for them. It is important that they still get made because we need variants instead of like Spider-Man, there's 12 cinemas. uh, There's 12 screenings in the cinema and all 12 are Spider-Man. Yes, That's yeah. not good. For you sure. know what I mean? And it's the same thing with this where you don't want it to be just like, you know, uh, Grand Theft Auto 12. It, you know, having weird games and having a space for them and having a budget for them is really really important i i agree and i think you know as much as we as much as we worry
1: about what something like game pass is doing to the world of finances and video games yep. and budgets and all that stuff maybe that gives people a little bit like you don't need the, the distribution money yep. anymore you can just kind of put it on the platform and i know that companies like GameStop were very much a roadblock for a lot of the the digital distribution yes. they're like you if you if you distribute your games for like any less than what they sell at retail we're not going to carry your physical consoles now as has kind of happened with the entire world th- everyone is realizing you don't need brick and mortar stores no. i think that they can serve a great purpose but mm-hmm. like microsoft and sony sold their console without gamestop yeah like why do they need them anymore yeah. Uh, and it's maybe similar with Cineplex. There, I yeah. know there are a lot of complications there because then it
0: gives a lot of power to things like
1: Amazon, and it does, and, and which is also like
0: a, another issue. Or you have whatever the video games version of Martin Scorsese going now, going saying, pretty much, he pretty much predicted what was going to happen, except everyone read it as like, I don't like superhero yes. movies. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah, you, yeah. old man! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, no, just every screening is going to be this, and now you're like, oh, it now happens. Oh, he's right. Oh man, old man yells at clouds. Clouds turn out to be toxic gas. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> clouds yell back. <laughs>
1: I yelled at the abyss. The abyss did nothing. I yelled at clouds. Clouds started back (laughs) at me. Um, uh, uh, but I, I, I hope that this kind of middle ground exists. You know, I just talked about Tunic for a while. That feels like probably something similar. You get something like Hyper, Hyper Light Drifter, Mm -hmm. one of my favorite games in the last five, six years, similar, similar kind of thing. But Mr. Mosquito feels like something of a bygone era. Absolutely. It it, it does feel like something that doesn't get made unless it's put out there as like a $5 indie game. And I'm sure they do exist out there. Sure. But as something that got like relative mainstay releases, Mm -hmm. like Eidos, Mm -hmm published this oh, game wow. in uh in uh in, in, in the United States under a company called they were they were doing it for a little while called uh their their fresh games label okay. where they would kind of do this on purpose. They would seek out these kind of quirky games and bring it. So this game and, and fucking bring it. <laughs> they, um, oh and they brought it and they brought it good. The <laughs> the Mr Mosquito it was uh, uh spelt Mr. as an M R M O S K E E T O in the PAL regions, which is weird as hell. Just plain old hell? Mr. Mosquito in North America okay. because we're not weird uh and then in japan it was ka which is just the name for mosquito okay makes sense why the mr thing is he wearing a fancy bow tie he's (laughs) no but he has like orange he's got an orange uh body he's got an orange body which doesn't really explain why it's mr no he's got one
0: yeah like i don't know why like he he is deserving of my respect like oh it's mr mosquito to you like kind of like okay well it's
1: not sir mosquito it's not
0: like the most basic formality yeah, but I don't even know why we need this formality. That's true. Right, that's all I'm saying. When was the last time someone sucked your blood? Apart from Dr. Michael, Michael Morbius. And then you Do- well, Dr. Doctor Michael Michael- Mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. He needs to he need to take a blood sample and he just brings out those fangs, Dr. Michael Morbius style. Exactly those fangs. <laughs> It brings out those fans as well. I am ones. never going to stop talking about Dr. Michael Morbius. Can we
1: never? Can, can we, we please never, never? Can we never? Can this podcast be sponsored by Dr. Michael Morbius? <laughs> Not
0: even the movie Morbius? I hope they make nine of them. I, <laughs> I really hope that they just keep and they keep getting worse and worse. Oh, Jesse would make me if so happy. If they make nine of them, Jared Leto will
1: actually like surgically implant... Dragons, dragons teeth, dragons Dragon teeth, vampires, dragons teeth, dragons teeth, dragons teeth. <laughs> <laughs> into his body. Yeah, he will. Um, why? Why is it, Mister? I don't know. It's a mystery to me. I don't know. Yeah. I can't. I can I can't answer that question. Uh, but I find it bizarre to to gender this mosquito well, because <laughs> male mosquitoes
0: don't suck blood. Is that true? Yeah, only female mosquitoes suck blood. Son of a bitch. Son of I a bitch. bitch. I'm learning so much here. Yeah. Wow. The
1: mosquitoes are those giant like lanky ass leg mosquito. They're all legs. They're like those huge ass ones you They're see. They're like you? They're very much like me. All, <laughs> all legs all and legs. arms and I, I can't suck your blood. Can't I'm suck disgusted your blood. by it. I'm just... <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh,
1: I, just, I just float around your room asking you to
0: kill me. That's... <laughs> End this. <laughs> End Please. this. God. I don't even get to do anything fun. Like suck blood. <laughs> Have you seen Morbius? Oh my God. This guy won't leave me alone. <laughs> Dr. (laughs)
1: Michael Morris. So it was developed by Zoom Inc., not that Zoom. Okay. Uh, uh but a big, that pivot. Was, big <laughs> pivot for them, eh? Really big pivot. Yeah. Uh, released in Japan in June 2001, North America in March 2002. It's the 20-year anniversary, as we mentioned earlier, yeah. as of uh, as of March of, of 2022. Uh, the intention of Fresh Games was to bring these quirky games uh, stateside, yep. and in this case, I think it worked. It got a fair amount of attention because of how weird it was and because this was very seldom happening, Yeah, but it still didn't sell crazy, uh, and its its reviews were kind of middle of the line. But before we get to the reviews...
0: Do you, do you want me to explain some of the story here? Oh, there's a story? Yes, please. Of course, there's a story, Andrew. It's Mr. Mosquito. Well, I, I don't know what that means, but yes, that sounds good. I don't know Every, why that... Here's the thing,
1: Andrew. Okay. Every mosquito you've ever come across and likely killed has a story of its own. Um, yeah, I guess so. And in this case... You are basically an absolute terrorist. You are an absolute terrorist. You're you're uh, wow. terrorizing a family called the Yema, the 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 Yamada family. The Yamada family, which okay. is your food source in this game, one hundred percent. And the whole premise, which I find also like, no one did any. Everyone involved in this game failed biology. Everybody, <laughs> because the premise is that you want to store up enough blood to be able to last through the winter. As mosquitoes hibernate, mosquitoes live like two days. Yeah, they die like so fast. Two days, uh, uh, but anyway, you're trying to, to. Is there like
0: a vial? I squirt it back out at. There actually
1: is. Oh you store no! Up vial.
0: So maybe this is Mr. Mosquito mm-hmm. because he's he's a pretty eff- efficient mosquito. Oh, man, you know what? I'm starting to worry that this is a prequel to Doctor. Michael Morbius. <laughs>
1: You're starting to worry or starting to get excited? Uh, Both. Both. A little bit of both. I'm scared, but horny. (laughs) I am no longer as soft as a baby's bottom. (laughs)
0: Yes, exactly. I'm as large as a broadsword right now. (laughs) Uh,
1: So you need to get the blood to last you through the winter. Uh, You have to basically like find the family at different parts of their house and interact with them by sucking their blood without... Without cluing them into the fact that you're there. Sure. It's kind of like Shadow of the Colossus in a weird <laughs> way. Because you are a tiny little thing. There are no minor enemies. There right. are just the bosses and that's it. And you have to find ways sometimes to like get them out off their bed. So you'll like turn on a stereo and they'll be like, how did that turn on? Yeah. And they'll like turn it off. Sounds on. like Untitled Goose Game. It is a, in a weird way. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that this game is kind of forgotten in a large in a large part. And I don't know that this was influential to like most Japanese developers mm-hmm. because maybe there were a lot of other games like it. I don't know. Yeah. But at least in terms of my perspective of like what came first. Right. This definitely is owed
0: some credit by Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. I think the goose also has... An, also is just never satisfied with enough blood. No, no. It's got to eat as much blood as possible. That goose needs so much blood, it's crazy. It needs
1: too much blood. Yeah. Uh, And some of the pranks in that game, it's almost like I couldn't finish it because it would turn my stomach a little Mm -hmm. bit. It was like, press A to honk. Honk, honk.
0: Press A to honk. Press B to devour a child. (laughs) And then goes back to honking. Like look at that adorable goose, just covered in blood, like the white you know feathers. There's there
1: one level in in Untitled Goose Game where you really had to bully a child, <laughs> <laughs> really bully a child, bully child, basically. Yeah. And it it felt awkward. I did not enjoy doing it, but um, uh, but, I, I did it. Uh, but I did but it. But anyway. I did it. And I beat the game, and I felt great doing it. Uh, uh so while you're trying to suck the blood, you're trying not to uh, uh let them know that you're you're kind of in the room. Right. You have different pressure points that are, or areas from which you have to suck the blood. You have to suck it in rhythm.
0: Okay. All right. I see what we're doing here. Nope. This is
1: not, I'm not intending to go down that path. Although I'm sure we will at some point. sure we will. Because uh, if you suck it in rhythm, outside of rhythm, you'll like wake them up. They'll be like, you know, sometimes like a mosquito will bite you and you won't even know it bit you until it's too late. What the hell was that? Yeah. If it's biting you and, or if you're biting a human and they notice you there and they slap you, right. you die instantly. But if they notice you in the air, you enter a battle mode
0: Whoa. where they're, they're like
1: swinging at you. It's a yeah. real Godzilla situation. Yeah. Nicole
0: Kidman's there. Wait, no. Wait. I think you mean Claire King or, Kong. King Kong. What did yes, I say? Godzilla? Godzilla yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And, your uh, You're Mothra. <laughs> you're Mothra. Yeah. <laughs> You're
1: a very tiny Mothra. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the way you win a battle is by biting them on pressure points oh. to the point where they say, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> you bite them so much that they're like, not
0: worth it. Unconscious?
1: I, not even. They're oh. like, they're like, give up. They're like, oh. I'm, I'm going back <laughs> to <mosquito> bed. <laughs> if the mosquito wins. The mosquito wins. I have nothing. no control over the situation at this point. Uh, so it's, it's, wow. it's, it's, it's a weird, bizarre thing. But as weird as that process is, you can imagine the premise is actually kind of great. It's a yeah. flying game. You're trying to trick larger things than yourself to hit pressure points. Right. Not clue them into the fact that you're there. And the set pieces, you can find them getting very imaginative with it. Overall, the gameplay wasn't received amazing. Okay. But it has an average of 68%. Oh boy. Like not, that's not that bad. There are some good games that could be around 70 okay. to 75%. One Up gave it a B minus. So around okay. that 70% or so. EGM gave it a 65 Right around there. Game Pro 5 out of 5.
0: Yes. No, really? No, but you stepped on my joke. That was Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's fine. Game Pro,
1: Game Pro. But uh, Game Informer gave it a (laughs) 7. IGN gave it a 7.5. And Game Pro gave it a 5.5. Yeah, three, three, three out of five, three out of five. I was going to see if you noticed that if if I, because this this would be the third yeah. game in like four weeks that, yeah. that got five out of five. Yeah, five GamePro game gave a perfect score,
0: too. Just got like, boss, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Japan's got this shit figured out. I don't know what to tell you. I needs to run on the cover next week. It's the best game I've ever played. And then the next game it's, Oh my God. Well, you know what actually did get my
1: attention with this game was the fact that, and they had to have done this on purpose. Yeah. One of the levels, mm-hmm. the, one of the females of the household. Oh no. Is in the bath. Oh no. A Bubble bath. Yeah. With bubbles covering or. Very selective. Very selective. Very selective. F- choice of where the bubbles are going to go. And right. For young Mikey. That was all I needed, <laughs> and thankfully, I think it was like the second or third level. Oh, good! So Kay. that's all I needed. Kept failing it. <laughs> Kept, oh shit! I guess oh, I gotta oh. do it again. They're like, I'd there's no mid-rip. pressure point on her cleavage. You can't bite there. I'm like, not, not with that attitude.
0: <laughs> you motor son of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Mosquito. Um,
1: this game, uh, Games Radar put together a uh, an article that was actually kind of funny. It was it was the worst animals that have had games based on them. Oh. And uh, Matt Cundy of Games Radar, Radar said, Given that mosquitoes kill millions of people every year, oh. we'd have thought a game that puts players in control of such a notorious serial killer would have been met with more controversy. He it was tongue in cheek. Yeah. And I actually found that. That was that was, yeah, very that, was fun. that was very funny. Yeah, it's not the mosquitoes, it's the malaria. <laughs> well, unless they're the carriers. Unless the mosquitoes uh, uh, really suck a
0: lot of blood. They yeah. really go to town on <laughs> they're you. They're just an empty bag by yes, the end. Exactly. Oh my
1: God. Exactly. They're floating around there like they're a drunk walking home from the bar. <laughs> just like, oh, I Lenny. Um,
0: I'm, oh, that was my favorite quest from Red Dead. Still makes me laugh. Still makes me oh, laugh God. all the time. Yeah. Uh, later in the game. I don't know. This game is what? Seven years old at this point. Uh, Red, Dead? Red Dead 2. Fuck yeah. Man, it's gotta five. be five years at this point. Something like we now. did it on the podcast, so it can't oh, so be that old. Four? Probably,
1: probably for three years, three, three.
0: Yeah. When you, okay. I'm just skip ahead. If you don't want to hear the ending of red dead redemption two, which I think I haven't even finished it. And I already know what happens yeah. when Lenny dies, What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Andrew? What all you pretty much your whole gang dies, except yes. for a few select people.
1: That's in send
0: Yes. Uh, Lenny, Lenny specifically. Yes, he yes. dies in Saint-Denis. Could, I couldn't help but just be like, Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> A very somber, like, holding my dead friend, who one of the few guys in the gang I actually really, I actually liked. really liked. There was like three of them that That I really was
1: liked. one where I considered, I'm like, can I go back and replay this mission? Did I fuck something up? Because I really don't want him to die. Yeah. And it
0: happens, like... You do not see it coming. That's like one of the more cinematic elements of the game is when you when your gang starts dying, which is like part of like very like series of cowboy films. Yes. There's always the the thing of like they start they all die eventually. Just right? in the middle of a conversation, Micah's Bang. head gets blown off. Yes, and you're like what the fuck? I didn't I, like that guy, but actually,
1: no. you stay down.
0: Actually, no, Micah doesn't die until, until oh the really the end because he's your like rival. Oh, so no. you have to battle. It oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No,
1: if someone dies. You're like walking into a town and they just get their head blown yeah, off. Yeah, I like,
0: forget who that was now. No, no, no. Either way. That's, yeah, whatever. that's going back. But a yeah, years. just I'm very somber. Lenny. Lenny. Uh,
1: so that's that's all I really have to say about the game. Obviously, you haven't uh, played the game no. yet. Now, uh, we, what we usually do is we give the games a rating out of four, but it's based on our memories of the game. Very subjective rating uh, on, on our past... It, 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 Experiences with yeah, the game. Passengers. Then we play the game, uh, and then we come back and rate the game out of four bits as it holds up in the modern day against the likes of modern games like Elden Ring and like MLB The Show and Tunic and yeah. and Star Wars Skywalker Saga, all that <laughs> stuff. Uh, but because you don't have an experience playing it in the past, we're going to actually play the game, and you're going to come back and give the game a rating based on what you think you would have thought of it yes. had you played it as a kid. I'll be giving it my rating based on my ex- my experiences with it back in 2002, and then we'll each give it its rating out of four bits as it holds up in the modern day.
0: Yeah. Uh, are you ready to, uh, to give us a shot? I'm so excited to play this game. It's just, you know, like there are games we play where are like, I think I, I, yes. I think I know what I'm going to do. I think I know what I'm getting into. This, I have no idea and I'm so excited. 100%, 100%. And now we're actually going to be doing something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Typically
1: on the podcast, we'll play you some of the audio of us playing the game, but we found that since we added the video element, we're really limiting ourselves in terms of how we cut the gameplay. Yeah. So if you want to experience the gameplay portion of this uh, in, in all its glory, mm-hmm. you're going to have to go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. You join the mushroom club. We're going to be posting the full gameplay there. Yes. So not just cut down to 10 minutes and 15 minutes. We found that it was kind of the worst of both worlds. Yeah. Trying not to really get to both an yeah. audio and a video medium. We're going to put it all up there on the Patreon. Every so often we'll clip some of it for the YouTube channel so you can watch it over there, but not every week. Uh so head over there if you want to see the gameplay. Otherwise it's going to be a quick snap and you're going to return right to the gameplay
0: and we'll uh, we'll see you on the other side. Absolutely let's go play this game and let's go find out if we liked it or not. Uh, let's go do it. Ah, oh no, he's back. Uh, I give in. I'm gonna bite your nipple. <laughs> Just a
1: reminder that you can now find our gameplay segments where we play through a portion of today's game and provide video commentary while doing it over on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash TheRetrogradePodcast. Join the Mushroom Club for $5 US per month for access to all the gameplay, plus two to four bonus episodes per month where we do things like character drafts, top 10 lists, and even take some suggestions from our community. So show some support to the podcast by joining The Mushroom Club at Patreon.com slash TheRetrogradePodcast for access to bonus content and all of our gameplay segments. We'll see you guys on the other. Time.
0: and welcome back to the retrograde Zzz. wow oh, oh. you've been spotted Zzz. oh let's, let's battle, battle. <laughs> <laughs> Just beating the shit out of each other uh andrew yes welcome to my childhood okay uh what did you think I, it's an interesting game you know it's very like i do appreciate that it's it's like two feet in. Like we're, this is the concept and we are doing it. Right. (laughs) This is your childhood. I just picked up that's what you said. Uh, Okay. Uh, Biting girls in bathtubs. Yeah. So yes, if you went over to the Patreon and heard us uh, talk about that. Yeah. uh, Awesome. But if you didn't, we did get to the bathtub, the bathtub scene. Yes, the very famous bathtub scene. We got to the incredibly <laughs> famous
1: bathtub scene. Uh, formative, I think.
0: Yeah, formative.
1: Yeah, For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, uh, I was happy we got there. Mm-hmm. I didn't get much farther than that when I played the game as a kid either. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of why I was playing it, and I was bummed out that, like, because here's the thing: they're setting it up the whole time mm-hmm. that you can hit something in the environment, and mm-hmm. the person will get up to deal with it. Yeah, you can't do that in this one. No. Maybe there is.
0: Maybe I'll take to Reddit and find out if there's any way to uh,
1: take <laughs> this, that a little further.
0: Subreddit, 3.9 million <laughs> followers, like 36,000 active right now. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. This yeah. game is 20 years old. Yeah, it was uh, uh, uh,
1: 20 years I've spent thinking about something that ultimately I don't think is atrocious. I know you had some issues with the controls in the beginning. I did have issues with
0: the controls. Um, I do think that in terms of the fun, right? it's aged poorly. Yeah, yeah, which was probably, in 20 years ago, a very, like... Oh, so cool! That there were so many choices around the room that you could get make them interact right, with right. and stuff like that. Now seems like laughably small. Like there's two things, there's three things. I you bet know. you even even for the time it came out, that was
1: still probably relatively limited in scope. Oh, in was terms it? Of, in terms of what you can do, 2002 for okay. video games. Like yeah. we're, we're talking about a year that saw the likes of games like uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts, yep. Super Mario Sunshine, oh, uh, Splinter Cell. Right. So you could already shoot out uh, uh, light bulbs in 2002. That's Eternal true. Darkness. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four, Ratchet and Clank, like there are games. This is a good year for games. actually. It is a really good year. Blood Rain.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Hello, speaking of Doctor Michael Morbius, <laughs> it's a fellow vampire. Yeah, fellow. Um, uh, so, they all know so each I, other. I, and, <laughs> there's a society of them. There's we interviews. know them. We're just not that close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I've heard of that guy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. uh, mm. a bit of an asshole. If I'm <laughs> being honest. Uh, I, I'm, I. I think what was interesting or what what made this game worth talking about back in the day wasn't the gameplay or the variety of options you had. It was simply how weird it was. Mm -hmm. That was the selling point and kind of the only selling point. Right. It took a game like Katamari Damacy to really break open the realm of weird and join it with the realm of good. Oh, good, And say that you can have a weird game. Like Mm -hmm. imagine if Mr. Mosquito... If the controls were a bit tighter, if there were three people in the room at any given time, if there were 20 things you could do and then some hidden things. Right. If the whole floor of
0: the house was open instead of one room.
1: Yeah, more more of an open world. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Kind of risk reward. You see people in a group or someone petting a dog. Well, it's
0: kind of like, you know, I hate to say, I I don't know why this is a comparison that went to my head, but like Pokemon Snap. Sure. Where you could play it many different ways, and only because of the timing and where you're looking and what sure. you're doing, it opens up different things. Like, oh, I didn't even know the dog knocked over the garbage there. Right, right, oh, right, and right. then I could go over there and Yeah, I even
1: know. that could work. That's that's a little on Rails. I mean, that was one of the issues I had with the new Pokemon Snap, was that it was still very much on Rails. Literally. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're on Rails. You're and, on rails. and you're in, in the, the Zero One or whatever that
0: machine How is. In that the you're world, in? could you not forget the Zero One? I one of the greatest video game cards of all time. Of all time. Yeah. One of. hmm I mean, and you think about the protagonist, Todd Snap. Well, no, not Todd Snap. Todd Snap shows up later. In
1: the original Pokemon Snap. And then Todd Snap shows up as a mentor. As a legendary photographer. legendary photographer.
0: That, you know what that felt like? What's the that?
1: reveal of Todd Snap? Yes. Did you ever go back to your high school after graduating <laughs> yeah. and you realize you're not such a, no one fucking knows or cares who you are? No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, that's, that's a weird one. It's smaller than you think yes. it is. Yes. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's uh Todd Snap though. A true legend. Uh, you know, the, he's, the game's named after him. It is. It, it is. You know? Uh, and, and it's, I, to, it's Todd Snap's game. We're just playing it. You uh, Here's
1: what I don't get. Mm-hmm. Uh, is you got John Madden's football. Uh Uh-huh. Why isn't it Todd Snaps Pokemon Snap? (laughs)
0: Todd Snaps Pokemon Snap. He changed the game of photography forever. (laughs) Todd Snaps Pokemon Snap, colon, keep snapping. Keep snapping that colon, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Never snap, never stop, keep snapping. Never snap, stop snapping. Todd Snap. (laughs) Are we having stroke? A very,
1: very happy predation for you.
0: (laughs) Um, I hope she's okay. Yeah, I hope she's okay. Uh,
1: So that I can continue telling that joke uh, without feeling bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I I didn't feel that bad about sucking the blood of the characters in this game. Because they were already lifeless. What more life can I (laughs) steal from them?
0: (laughs) They are lifeless. And they seemingly are the worst people in the world.
1: Well, I think the daughter was just kind of born into it. Maybe it's Maybelline. I think maybe the parents were... I don't know. The mom seemed all right. Uh, I don't know. The dad seemed like an asshole.
0: Dad seemed like an asshole. Yeah. Plucking nose hairs out? Plucking nose hairs. Although. What's up? If
1: a mosquito were to
0: watch us? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want that mosquito recording a podcast about what it saw. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, yeah. And I guess we should really get into the, uh, you know, the idea of whether you're born into uh, evil or you uh, adopt it, you know, with a daughter. Right. John Locke had a whole nurture. thing about the tabula rasa, yep. the
1: blank slate. Yep. Uh, and, and maybe we will pivot the podcast. I think at that's this is what point. it should be about. Yeah, next week. Okay. Next week. Next week. We'll next see week. you next week when we discuss <laughs> nature versus nurture. Yeah.
0: Um, um
1: I, I think I think this game needed a lot more nurture in order to be something <laughs> worth uh, really spending a lot of time with, but again I did love the proof of concept as as a uh, a 33 year old now playing the game right. it felt very barren like if this game were available on the steam store and as like an indie game or something like that you couldn't get away with charging more than $4 no. even something no. like untitled goose game which i think was like a $20 game similar kind of concept it's like you are a goose do goose things to, to interact with the humans <laughs> do goose things <laughs> do
0: goose things <laughs> welcome to stage 1 objective do goose things do goose things <laughs> And there's always question marks for some reason. Yeah, Do goose things? Hong Kong, honk. Honk.
1: <laughs> but even that added another element to it, like right. a, a little weird element of physics, mm-hmm. a check, a vague checklist of things that you had to accomplish. This is very bare bones, mm-hmm. uh, and and I think that that definitely hurts it. I still think in the retro score for for 2002, yes, you had a lot of games like that coming out, the the ones that I just read. However, a lot of the games that I was talking about were pretty straightforward in terms of our expectations of video games. Hitman, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4, Eternal Darkness did some different things, some cool things. Splinter Cell, Spider-Man, Medal of Honor. Well, Spider-Man. A lot of these were very expected. Right. And this was still a game that came out and broke those expectations. Right. Didn't, Changed the way that that we would play video games forever, but eventually, I do I do think it opened the door to allow for more crazy, wacky, creative games sure. to be accepted by our audiences in North America. Um, but that said, Andrew, maybe it's time to, to get into our, 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 uh, thoughts on the game and, and yeah. apply a rating to it. Unless you have a, any other thoughts from the well, outside? No,
0: like, I, I, guess I can get into my, my thoughts when we do the review of the sure, game. Sure. So, you know, uh, so Mikey, take it away. How are we reviewing this game? So,
1: uh, typically what we do on the podcast is mm. take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually it's something we have an affinity towards one right. way or another. I do have an affinity towards this game. Uh, certain at levels, <laughs> cer- certain, certain levels, <laughs> <of> this, certain <laughs> stages. Yeah. Um, uh, we give the game a rating and review out of four bits yeah. based on our impression of the game. Back when we played it as kids and then we give it a rating and review based on how the game holds up in the modern day against like some modern games. Mm -hmm. Andrew, because you don't have any experience having played this game 20 years ago in 2002, you're going to be giving your retro score based on what you think you would have thought of it had you played it back in the day. So uh, take us away, Andrew.
0: You know what? It it, it would have... Like, I don't blame you for having, uh, you know, very very clear impressions of this game. Like it is a game that you play and you're not going to do this thing where I don't think in two years when we're doing this podcast, somebody's like, Mr. Mosquito. I'm like, what game was that? Like, no, there are certain games, by the way, we do play and you don't remember you played them. Right. They're generic. This is not generic. Right. This is taking a swing that, you know, I really appreciate that kind of thing. And I I really do appreciate um, something novel in video games. The problem is when we actually break down the video game parts of it, it's not great, and and I wonder, you know, twenty years ago, what I would have thought um, about this game. I think I would have had a little bit more uh, patience for it than I do sure. in the modern day, and I think I would have, you know, probably gone further. It's also a very achievable game; like you could, you could oh, beat yeah, this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I would have liked that as well, but I don't know if I would have come all the way around to it. I'm going to give it two and a half.
1: Two and a half. I think that's totally fair. Uh, Thank you. Which is, I think, that's what I say. You do after after just about all of your reviews, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I think it's
0: I, an unfair rating. I was good. I'm waiting for the one time like, no, no, no I will not let that stand, sir. <laughs> no, you, re, you re-review it. Yeah, absolutely. I want to hear it again. <laughs> show your work.
1: <laughs> um, the I think you're absolutely right okay. that this game was not about the gameplay when it came out. But when I was a kid, playing a game like this, to me, it was an excuse to like show people who didn't know video games, something that might get them intrigued mm-hmm. in the industry and the medium. The concept is really good. Yeah. It's a really cool concept for a game. You know, I, I mentioned Shadow of the Colossus before. That's a game that you really have to imagine that you're small in scale against something very large. This kind of did that. It had that element. Even when like a an NPC is walking past you, the ground kind of like shakes. Like there's a there's a gravitas to them getting up and moving around. However, it wasn't that fun and I knew that while I was playing it. I was playing it for the experience of playing something different as opposed to playing something that I actually enjoy. Ratchet and Clank out at the same time is something that I enjoyed the second-to-second gameplay of. But this is a proof of concept as a a, a, a an open door to seeing what could also come of video games sure, uh, sure. Uh, potentially down the line or even right now. You know, I was a fan of the games like Pepsi Man that my buddy Leo Lee would 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 put me on these, what a these games that I'd never played before, really? and this was one of the first times where I was like, all these games, I don't need a modded PlayStation for this, right? I don't need to to have a, a friend who's like in tune with the culture and the releases, the the minor releases of the era to show me what they are. I'm just kind of getting it. I'm I kind of wanted to give it a two and a half. But I, 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 because of the impression that it left. Oh on me, yeah, I, I want to. I can't stress enough how interesting this was to me. Yes, and kind of like watching a movie like Uncut Gems. Did mm. I enjoy watching it? Not really. No, it was kind of miserable. Uncut John's was. Uncut Jones. Uncut Jones was miserable. <laughs> uh, this wasn't fun, but it was intriguing and I've thought about it a ton since Mm -hmm. so based almost on the impression
0: that it left me and the amount I wanted to talk about it as a kid I'm going to give it a three out of four I was going to say this you're you are the person that brought this to my attention so I'd be shocked if you're like hey we should go back and play this game two and a half I'd be like whoa yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) you didn't like it either yeah um so at three and a two and a half that's five and a half out of eight uh let's get to our current scores okay so the thing I kind of wanted to talk about was that this is the this game plays victim to a little bit um of the time the The control, the player is living in one world and the environment is living in another. It's like a snow globe type thing where they're not really interacting with each other. And that's why that that B speed button going into... Uh, um, that kind of lock in once, once you've yes. seen something that you can zoom into, you press B and it kind of just, n- and there's like a blink before you land yes. that is like creating of like, now you're touching it yes. because before there's no way you'd be touching. Right. Things, you know? Uh, and so I think that's a little rough. The controls are pretty, for me, they were a little rough and the, the graphics have not held up. And we just described all those games that the graphics actually not yeah, bad yeah, and yeah. still look pretty good. The graphics are not great. I w- the thing that saves this, the thing that saves us from being like, ah, oh, not for me. I didn't like this, you know, kind of game is that it's just such a weird idea for yes. a game. And, and as much as I made fun of during the gameplay portion of this weird narrative over speak thing that they do, uh, it's super memorable. Yes. And I love the weirdness of it. Yes. Like the, the Yamadas are vacationing it, in their house. It's like it's a it's like a speak and spell tape that you learn English with. <laughs> like, yeah. they speak at such a pace that you wouldn't be like, she is tired and is going yes. to bed. Yeah. Like, I actually think that's a really interesting way of doing it. So, as much as, like, some of the creative decisions that have not aged well, some of them are such an angle that they'll be always memorable. Sure. So, I'm going to give this a one and a half. One and a half. I, so... I didn't have as much
1: of an issue. That's okay. an unfair rating. Okay. I just want to right it's off the bat. It's an unfair rating. I didn't have as much issues with the controls. I can see how someone would because yeah. they're weird. They're weird. It's not like you would think to move, you move the left thumbstick, and that's going to kind of, but so, so instead of doing that, you hold, uh, you, you tap the right bumper or yeah. the left bumper and that makes you go faster or slower mm-hmm. or the right trigger turns you around. Yeah. I think that if they had gone for what we now consider to be more traditional controls, Mm -hmm. using that left joystick to kind of zoom you around and this and that, I think that if they did that, it would have aged more poorly. Okay. They really mechanized the controls to make them somewhat stiff, but predictable and Mm. understandable. They're slower, but they get the job done. (laughs) It just feels a little bit obtuse. Kind of like in a similar way, like Kojima games, their controls don't really age poorly because they're right. just so unique. They're in an ecosystem of their own. Yeah. That they're not I'm not like, oh, I've played a game that controls the camera way better than this. Mm. It's like the camera doesn't control the way in a Kojima game, the way it controls in other games. Sure. Therefore, you're never feeling like it's aged out of it. I think that's actually made it land pretty well. I think the only detriment is the fact that it is a very slow game yeah. and not a very fun game. However, <laughs> it is a very unique game. Yes. And I always consider in in the context of these ratings, where else? else can I get an experience like this I think because it's so easy I could see myself for an afternoon playing through it just to see the different set pieces and the different levels and get some of the narration I I don't love it okay but I I I I think because of the swing it takes Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give it a two and a half wow because I don't feel like giving a game that so Conscientiously takes a big swing and mm-hmm. goes weird and goes balls to the wall weird and is self aware of its weirdness like yep. it's it's like you you realize that you're a mosquito right like yeah. putting it and you're like what, what the fuck that's, that's like an, an accusation. accusation yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I just don't think that you can get something tonally like this very often anymore and I, I worry that maybe we're not making games as weird as this uh, hey, for,
0: for some reason. I totally respect that. Yeah. Like, I, I completely agree with you. I wish we could make more weird things. My issue is not with the weirdness. My issue is with the gameplay. Yes. Um, and I just want to make that clear because I'm with you on that. So that together, all scores is a nine out of 16. Uh, you know what? <laughs> uh, nine and a half out of 16. Nine and a half out of 16. Oh, wait, how really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Good for us. Nine now and and I'm th- thinking maybe I should have checked your math a little bit more often. Nine and a half of 16. Because you said that so confidently. One and a half and a two and a half. Wow. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nine and a half out of 16. It, it's that's pretty good. Like that is in line with the scores of uh, of when it came out. Siphon filter. Nine and a half. Wow. Uh,
1: 9.25 because uh, Jeremy (laughs) fucked us over with his
0: his score. 9.25. Batman
1: Returns, 8.5. Wario's Woods, 9.5. All these games like Hmm. uh, Joe and Mac, 9.5. Wow. Games that had a little bit of a generic uh, exit from their retro selves into their more modern selves. I still think that it's, it's hard to like you look a, a retro score and a current score of 5.5 versus a 4. I think that's also it's just in line with what this game deserves. I'm, I'm okay with
0: where we're at here. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I, I really do. I, I I think we got we got there really honestly yes. and the results are kind of in line with everything else. Yes. So yeah. it does make sense. Nine and a half and 16. Mr. Mosquito, a really interesting nostalgia trip for for Mikey and a very interesting eye-opening experience for me. So if you want one of those two things, go out and play Mr. Mosquito. Hell yeah. I wow. like that a lot. Uh, uh,
1: but before we go, before yeah. we let this go, before we start Smack this game down. Yeah. We got to go uh, see what awards this game won. So I hear the band warming up. Absolutely. I hear the cameras chomping at the bit. Yeah. Chomping as, at the bit as, as, the cameras, cameras as cameras
0: do. Cameras are autonomous in this situation yes, are. and are like chain chomps. Uh, chain chomps indeed. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh so snap re- snap todd i
1: want your blood todd snap oh yeah we didn't mention this todd is one of the photographers yes he
0: is Todd fact he is the never only photographer him. he is it's always walk down the red carpet say hi to todd snapped or that was step and repeat um yeah so todd snap is going to take some photos we're going um, yeah, so to hear, um, yeah, so hear the band let's hear what awards this game has won not yet we got to get we got to make our way down the red carpet um, eventually eventually, eventually we're gonna chronologically we are walking down the carpet and then we are hearing awards okay Let's do it. Let's, carpet, let's walk down the carpet, carpet for, first. Carpet, carpet before the carpet drink first. You've been waiting for it all year—the most glamorous award ceremony of the week, ladies and gentlemen, the Gradies. Oh, oh, delightful! Wow, did something a little different. What today. a surprise! Yeah, <laughs> what a surprise!
1: <laughs> Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Todd. And uh, here comes. Uh, oh wow, he's got little wings on. Yeah, he does. Elliot flying oh, his Elliot. way to the stage. He's got an envelope, kind of like like a, a restaurant chit. Oh, yeah, so right, right on his the nose. Needle. That's where the envelope <laughs> is. And we're going to find out what awards this game won. Uh, uh, Elliot, you want to take that envelope off and, yep. and read us the awards?
0: Oh, oh, well-fitting. It's another insect.
1: Yes. The crickets. The crickets. Meaning this this game doesn't win any formal
0: awards. Natural enemies. We- crickets, crickets and mosquitoes. And mosquitoes. Everyone knows. Who would win in a battle to the death? Mosquitoes. I think mosquitoes for sure. Mosquitoes could take a bunch of us down. So I think uh, <laughs> like, you know, unless we're talking like Jiminy Cricket and they can talk and walk and do that, things like oh, that. Oh, that is who I was, who I was oh, talking like about. Oh, like an army of Jiminy Crickets versus mosquitoes? 1,000 Jiminy McCric- <laughs> Jimmy Crickets versus Jiminy one Mr. Crickets. Mr. Mosquito. It's a McDonald's Jiminy, item. Jiminy McCricket. <laughs> Jiminy McCricket. Ah, Jiminy McCricket. <laughs> uh, so nothing, nothing for Mr. Mosquito, which is it's too bad because for such a memorable, unique take on a game, it should You act. want it to, yeah. to, to, to win something. But I do see there's a bunch of mosquitoes floating around with with some ancillary envelopes. Yeah. Uh,
1: they're going to drop one in your lap. Yeah, and they're going to drop one in my lap. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. We're going to give the uh, it's a it's a, it's an award for this kind of a, a participation award. But yeah. I got mine. You got you yours? Yeah. Okay. You want to start? Gonna me? open this up.
0: Yeah. Wow. It's long. <laughs> it's, it's very long. Long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's uh, he's, un- he's unfolding it more even now. He's going. <laughs> like a file folder. He's got a lot of files. Oh, there it is. I got it's like it. a I got dossier. It. It's a dossier. It's a dossier. Uh,
1: okay, so this wins the uh, Burst Bubble Bath Award.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> because yeah. Because I expected so much more from that bubble bath scene. Oh, wow. <laughs> so mine is... Uh, oh, he threw it away. Classic Letterman. <laughs> It's coming back. It's ranked. <laughs> um, is uh my award is gonna be the never satisfied award. Oh mm. it's kind of like scratching a mosquito bite. Oh, it's it's fun, but it's never satisfying. I thought it was like a Skylar sister. <laughs> That's a great Hamilton reference on our video game podcast. Everyone loves Hamilton, right? Go and watch Hamilton. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so there you go. Those are our two awards for Mr. Mosquito. Uh, and you know what? I Like I said, I, I would go back and play this game. Yeah. I would try and find it. It's, it's weird as hell. It's weird as hell. It's weird as hell, and I'm not going to take it. <laughs> okay. I'm we, mad as hell. Yeah. I fucking want to play more of this fucking game. Well, there you go. And, and you know what? We can do that right after this. Ooh. Thank you so much for listening. We love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Bascom, and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. That's how it's going to end the clap.
1: Want more retrograde in your life? You can visit our website for show notes at the retrogradepod.com. Follow us on Twitter at retrograde Mikey at Retrograde Andy and the podcast at Retrograde Pod or Instagram at the Retrograde Podcast. For bonus episodes, check us out at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. Send your
0: questions and business inquiries to the podcast at gmail.com. See you next week, D Pads. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. <laughs> you motorboating son of a bitch. <laughs>